Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance. Bros, what is up? Welcome to the Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin. And I am Lance Timmerman. Lance, I heard something about you taking a tour of KY. Was that yeah. KY Jelly? It was uh, Jelly Filled. Yeah. Tell me about your <laughs> KY visit. Uh, well, it, was, it wasn't what we were expecting. Um, what we tend to do is, is kind of... I wouldn't say spontaneous because we planned this a couple months ago, but we spontaneously decided to go to Mount Rushmore doing the the Ro- yeah, Rona I remember shutdown. That. So that was a great one. Just pile in the car, uh-huh. <laughs> like it's twenty minutes away. Yeah. So uh, eighteen hours later, we show up in South Dakota. Yeah. Um, but we and, we and how long did you look at the statue? Uh, twenty minutes. And then what? We came home. <laughs> <laughs> We were gone Sweet. for two and a half days. Fucking virus, man. <laughs> they say it's all respiratory, but I swear to God, three quarters of it is mental. Uh, pretty pretty much. But we had a lot of time to kill in the car. And so we downloaded a bunch of... We like murder podcasts, uh, My Favorite Murder and Crime. Oh, I, there's going to be a new one coming out. Yeah, yeah. About the BTF killer. Awesome. I'll, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so uh, we found one. It was t- called Bardstown. And I didn't know anything about Bardstown. And um, was, Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> it was uh, I Carumba. No, it wasn't Bartstown, but uh, it was similar. So um, there was this, these murders that happened years ago. And we thought uh, as they told the story, then they were trying to get some publicity. So they went to the Bourbon Festival, Bartstown Bourbon Festival, or the just Kentucky. Oh, grip and rip it. Is that uh, what you got there? I got. Uh, H-E-B brand, old-fashioned diet root beer. I, I, I love that it's old-fashioned root beer with stevia, oh. like grandpa used to make. <laughs> Just like grandpa. Stevia, yeah. Like grandpa's. Sorry. So during, during this podcast, they um, talked about this bourbon festival that happens in September. And so while we're driving along, I, I got the Expedia app out and I said, okay, we're going to the bourbon festival in September. And uh, so... We were hoping, we thought everything would be open up by the time. And everything was open. Uh, but we did get uh, notice that uh, a week before, or I only realized a week before, that the Bourbon Festival was canceled. We're like, yeah. well, shit, well, we still have the, the flights. So let's just go. We can make our own Bourbon Thanks. Festival. And how did, um, that, how did your own Bourbon Festival turn out? It actually turned out really, really well. We we saw places that I'd never heard of. We we tend to eat our way through places, so we right. find the 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 greasy spoon place and then go eat. We went breakfast or, or brunch at Mammy's. It was awesome right there in downtown Bar. You have to know that a, a place in Kentucky called Mammy's is going to have <laughs> like fucking amazing breakfast. You just know it. Like there's no way it yeah. doesn't. Yeah. So I had to take photos of my food and post it on social media yeah. just for you influencer was, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And was, then we had, so what was the best bourbon that you had? Uh, the best bourbon. That's that's or your favorite. Which, which one? Was it Will? Holly uh, was saying that Will it. We had the uh, the best old fashioned by this master guy there that uh, made an old fashioned from the uh, Will master mixologist, something like that. And you know where they come up with that cube of ice that's so yeah. clear that it looks like there's nothing in the glass, and and it was was so good. So Will, it was really really fun. Um, you know, uh, I would probably go with the Willet. Yeah, our friend Mac Jones is a big bourbon guy. Yeah, so I messaged him saying, "Hey, wasn't this one of your favorites?" And I guess you can't really get Willet there, so we we were sending a bottle to him. Wait, like, is it, it's fucking Cuba or something? Like, it's Kentucky. He lives in North Carolina. Like, don't they uh-huh. touch or come close to touching? What Just the fuck? Why can't he get that bourbon there? 
what isn't this all yeah. the same country? None I, of that makes sense to me. It didn't make any sense to me at all either. So he tried to explain it and it was right over my head. It's like, okay, well, I There's gotcha. some weird stuff with beer like that, where like some some breweries don't export from like out of their own state or something. Well, like it's, it's so stupid. Yeah, like Youngling, they won't go to the West Coast because it'll it'll get warm by the time it's there. Okay, well, every beer gets fucking warm if you leave yeah. it in a glass long <laughs> enough. So, uh-huh. yeah. like, what are we gonna have Yingling police like walking around and and pumping <laughs> people over the head if they don't drink their beer fast enough? Like, I, yeah. I just don't. I don't understand that. Like, this is all the same country. Yeah. It, uh, this it, isn't like Europe where we're all different countries. <laughs> we're almost there, though. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> coming in November. Exactly. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. Or impending doom. Well, good. So, get some. So, you'd recommend people to try some Willet if they could get it. Yeah. Yeah. Willet was great. Um, that uh, 1792 was a great one. Just this hole in the wall. Fashion bourbon from 1792, <laughs> sweetened with stevia, just like your grandpa. Just like grandpa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So nice. Well, Lance, this is an advice show. Tonight it is. We answer your questions. We answer questions we find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit. We start out dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions too. Working interferences at gmail.com. No, we don't want just any question, do we, Lance? Fuck no. We don't want a bun- we don't want a bunch of boring questions like what's the greatest bourbon of all time? Because we all know that Old Crow is the greatest bourbon ever. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Pretty sure that's one that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. I'm I'm pretty sure that's a safe bet. <laughs> I think Old Crow, if I remember correctly, um, when I was in dental school, there was a guy in my class named Josh Seal. And Josh Seal was from Jasper, Texas, uh, which okay. is like, that is like some deep ass shit in, in Jasper. That is like okay. East Texas, East Texas. All right. And he used to drink Old Crow. <laughs> and the Old Crow uh, on the Old Crow page on Wikipedia says, Old Crow is a low priced brand of Kentucky made straight bourbon whiskey. Old Crow has a venerable history, but not one of Kentucky's most beloved bourbons. <laughs> They're celebrating the bottom shelf. <laughs> it's not one of their most beloved ones. It's one of their bourbons. Yeah. Not one of their most beloved ones. It's one of them, but no one likes us. It does say there are some famous drinkers of Old Crow. Oh. <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant is one. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Um, there's something about Abraham Lincoln wanting to buy Old Crow for Ulysses S. Grant because, uh, quote, if I can find out, I will send every general in the field a barrel of it, um, which is interesting. Huh. Confederate General... Jubal Early was also a fan of Old Crow. So those are your two famous drinkers. Wow. Um, uh, uh, other famous dr- drinkers of Old Crow. Uh, and famous politician Henry Clay of Kentucky. Hmm. And World War II triple ace Bud Anderson. <laughs> okay. So, you know, not exactly like Brad Pitt. Or George Clooney. Not quite the endorsement that they would... Yeah, yeah, they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Question one. Reddit user... MegoMyEgo0311 asks, I'm being threatened by a dentist to take down my one-star Yelp review. This guy is corrupt. If I knew, I would have never went to him. I just gave him a one-star Yelp review saying my experience. He is calling me daily and texting me saying he has all my information and he's going to change my care credit or he's going to charge my care credit for the remaining balance on my account, as well as send me to collections if my review is not deleted by Monday. First off, there is no remaining balance. I paid in full. Then I had to cancel the credit card. Is there any way he can retaliate against me for not taking the review down? I don't know what he is capable of. And I don't know what I should have to... I don't think I should have to take the review down. Any advice or input would be appreciated. Thanks. Uh, wow. 
I mean, I'm no review expert or a review doctor as you are, but I uh, think Lin Tao calls himself that. <laughs> okay. All right. Fucking gag inducing. Okay. I really uh, dislike that guy. Let me just say that. I'm going to say that on the air for the first time. Okay. I don't like Lin Tao. Okay. Right. Please someone forward this to him. He's weird. He's weird and he's skeevy and I just, I don't like his software and I think he's, I, I'm not a fan. Not, not a fan. Wow. That's a, that's a hot take. That is- a, I don't think it is because okay. I don't really know anybody that likes him. Um, so. All right. Well, I don't, I, I've, I've had good interactions with him, but uh, I, okay. Is, that might be one of the biggest disagreements we've ever had on this show. <laughs> I take yeah. likes Lintel. I just have nothing, uh, no reason to to feel otherwise. But um, you clearly have. Uh, no, I want you behind me. I want you saying, "Yeah, fuck that guy." Oh, okay. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I can be bought. Uh, I'm influenced. You're an influencer. Nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's a really bad look on this dude to the dentist to be retaliating at all. This is this is not going to end well. Very tough look for our guy. That's that's just bad idea. Bad idea, jeans right there. Um, yeah. So I have I have several thoughts about this, and and I had a story that I wanted to tell okay. in the opening, but I saved it for this because I think it applies. Uh-huh. Um, so I, first off, like I I tell a lot of people like. You got to care about your Yelp, right? It's part of being a business owner. Um, you know, they do Yelp is squirrely and they do some shitty stuff. I get it. Like they have this weird algorithm and they hide reviews. Um, mm-hmm. and, but there's a system behind doing it, and it's just part of the rules of playing the game. And they're here to stay. Um, and it, it's kind of like I say, like I don't love the instant replay rules in the NFL, but I still watch the NFL. You know what I right. mean? Like it sure. kind of comes along with the deal, and you just sort of deal with it, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the same thing is true of Yelp. I don't like some of their rules, but you have to you have to pay attention to it. It's part of being a business owner. Yeah. That being said, you can't care this much about it. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is a lot, and and this is just more than what th- this reaction is. Um, I think about it in terms of 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 uh, like military stuff, right? Okay. So there's an idea of. Uh, a proportional response in in the military, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So proportional response is like, oh, um, someone in Afghanistan uh, shoots down a helicopter of ours. Right. We don't launch our entire nuclear arsenal at Afghanistan because they shot down a helicopter, right? Right. Exactly. exactly. Like, all right, we're going to take down a fucking weapons factory or yeah. mm-hmm. Al Qaeda training camp or whatever, right? And then it's like, all right, it's like we traded this for that, and it's yeah. like, all right, now we're or even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What he's doing is not a proportional response <laughs> to this. No, no, and they say that there's no such thing as bad publicity, and I think we've found this uh, is bad publicity. bad publicity. Yeah. Um. Can't end well. No, this is not going to look well, or this is not going to look good for the dentist, no yeah. matter what. Uh-huh. Even um, if he's now, totally right. Yes. <laughs> I often talk to dentists about um, you. one of the things that needs to happen when you get a bad review uh-huh. um, is, is reaching out to the patient. Sure. And letting them know, hey, I saw your review. I'd love to talk with you about it. Mm-hmm. Here's my phone number. Here's my email address. As long as they're sane, as long as you know that this person is logical or sane, because I I have I have a bitch that uh, she left a bad review like twelve years ago, and she still stalks me on the internet to try to do fresh bad reviews. Yeah, I I haven't seen her in fucking thirteen years. Yeah, no, I and and I I think most people are right. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I also tell like if someone leaves a nutty review. Like it's just this like fucking Unabomber manifesto. Right, right. That's great. Let crazy be crazy. Yeah. That like is not going to look bad on you if someone leaves yeah. this long, you know, insane sounding, um, you know, like, yeah, that, like that reading translates. from one of those. Yeah. From one of those notebooks that, that uh, John Doe wrote in the movie seven. Right. If it's just like one of those. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like I'd much rather have yeah. that than sort of a succinct, well, well thought out, well punctuated review. Yeah, so it's almost I, the, the shorter it is, the more damage it'll do. Yeah. If it's like three paragraphs of just succinct stuff, two paragraphs of succinct stuff that actually happened, 
um, and, and it sound reasoned and they use the correct tense of uh-huh. there, there, or there, you know, <laughs> like, uh-huh. uh, cool. Yeah, like, you know, that, that is, that's way more damaging than someone who just goes, goes apeshit nuts. Yep. Um, so I, I, I have no problem with him reaching out to this person. None at all. Right. Um, what I do have a problem with is threatening. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like anything do, to do with someone's care credit. Because now you've stepped over from like poor business management technique to federal crime. It's a federal felony. Yeah. Yeah. That's... That's and and I, potentially even just the like threat of that m- might be a felony. I'm not an attorney, but yeah, that it's crossing a line for sure. It's uh, uh it seems like it. It seems like it's I off the board. That, yeah, like you know, it's 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 out to lunch. Um, and and so you know, listen, this I'm about to tell a story that's not so flattering. Okay. Um, and, and again, this is um, my word that I'm trying to live by is a word called authenticity. Okay. Because... And if you uh, can fake that, you can do anything. Yeah. <laughs> the, what I've realized is, like we talked about Lin Tao, right? Okay. And, and I blasted shots at Lin. Yeah. Um, what I dislike about Lin, I think, is that I feel he's very inauthentic. Okay. Um, I think that Lynn um, and, and, and several of the people that we don't like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention names. Probably I not. feel like right. the reason I don't like them is because they're inauthentic. Okay. They, they, sell, they sell a part of themselves that's not an honest portrayal of themselves uh, in yeah. order to do business. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. Um, that doesn't speak to me. And in fact, like it gets me going. And yeah. so... Part of like my sort of I don't know reinvention or whatever you you want to call it mm-hmm. of myself is like if I had to boil my essence down to what, like what my stage presence is uh-huh. from here on out it's the word authentic right at the end of the day I'm always going to be authentic good or bad it's I'm not going to talk about you know I'm not going to do the and I'm not saying that Appa is inauthentic what I'm saying is I'm not going to pretend to be Michael Appa because that's not authentic that's not what my practice is I don't yeah. have fucking Ferraris like that's you know right. so for me to try to pretend to do that like some people are trying to do yeah. um is inauthentic and that's what I don't want to be so this is raw and raw and authentic yeah there's a guy in our neighborhood who lives like 10 houses down from me 8 houses down from me okay. who has a sign in his yard that's a metal sign and it's about the size of, I don't know, a softball maybe. And it's next to his plants and it's a, it's the outline of a dog like hiking their leg peeing. Okay. And it says, and it's a white and it says in big black letters across it. No. Okay. Like he doesn't want dogs peeing on his yard. Okay. Is what this sign is saying. All now right. there's a couple other people in the neighborhood that have these same signs, but for dog pooping. Okay. Which is I it, totally get. And is it a picture of a dog taking a big old yeah. crap right there? Yeah. And it says no on it. Okay. So I get like there's some asshole in the neighborhood that lets a dog shit on those people's yard and doesn't clean it up. And that's a problem. Like we never do that shit. Are we sure it's a dog? <laughs> Maybe. We're going to find <laughs> out. Like, I may I may go I may go out there and do that. Yeah. Um but that's like dog shitting. Like w- w- Yeah. W- since when does dog pee hurt anything, right? Yeah. Like a dog pee on your grass or your bushes. Like who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean, it'll turn it yellow, but fine. I, well, I mean, it's not. This isn't eight ounces of it. It's a few drops. Yeah. Like, they're little dogs. Who gives a shit? Like the <laughs> gram is fifty pounds. It's not that much pee. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, and until I saw that sign, I didn't, uh-huh. never gave a shit if the dogs peed in that guy's yard. Whatever. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. nine times out of ten, they wouldn't. You know. Right. But since he put that fucking sign up, guess where? Guess where I make the dogs pee every time <laughs> on yeah. his fucking yard, and yeah. I've been trying to get them to piss on that sign. Nice. I would have never. I would have never like had that in my mind before, right? Right. So Saturday, we're out walking the dogs. We get back to the house, and in the car that's parked in the driveway, on like the uh, windshield wiper. Mm-hmm. There's an envelope that says my name on it. It says Josh Austin. Okay. And I open up the envelope and it says 
Yeah, fuck it. I'll put the sky blast away. Has the guy's address on there. I probably uh-huh. should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to beep that one out. I, we'll see. Um, and it, it said, please don't let your male dogs piss on our bushes. We'd like to enjoy them, whatever. We'd like to enjoy them for a long time. Okay. So I'm like, I see, I'm seeing red at this point for a couple of different reasons. Okay. Number one is, how does this guy know my name? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. How do they know my name? If you search for our address, my name does not come up. Okay. So I don't know how they figured out. And so I'm immediately sort of threatened that my name was on that. Well, maybe if you just text, maybe marketing. Your your marketing so good that your first name. I don't know how. I don't know. <laughs> There's. I don't know how this guy. I don't know how they knew my name, and that scared me. Yeah, it is. It, it is kind of freaky. Yeah. So I'm seeing red, and then they're basically like insulting my dogs, and fuck, like I was pissed. Okay. So I gave Graham to Andrea. I was like, go inside. (laughs) And I'm fucking marching down to this guy's house. And so, of course, it's like, I don't know, it's 10 houses away. So it's like a three minute walk. And during the whole three minutes, I'm like, I'm just getting even more pissed. Oh, so you're not calming down? Not a cool off off period? (laughs) No, 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 no. All right. So I get to the door and I ring the doorbell and he doesn't answer for a few seconds. I know they're there because his shitty Subaru is in the fucking driveway. (laughs) Okay. And I ring the doorbell again and he answers the door. He doesn't have a shirt on. Just weird. All right. And he's like in his sixties at least, but he's like in pretty good shape, which is like, fuck what? This is weird. And by this point, I've kind of wadded up the note, right? Like in my hand as I've been walking. Okay. And he answers the door and he says, what the fuck do you want? (laughs) So now we've got negative energy and it's on. Yeah. And so I throw the note in his face and I tell him, and I quote, fuck you and fuck your bushes. All right. And it's on at this point. And so he's like putting on a shirt at this point, but it's like a weird like flannel shirt, like he's buttoning it up. So it's taking a long time. <laughs> okay. And he goes on to tell me like how big of a cocky asshole I am and blah, blah, blah. And I'm there just telling him like, it's, it's fucking dog. It's like four drops of dog piss on your stupid bushes. Like it's like, it's not going to do anything to your bushes. It's not dog shit. Calm the fuck down. Like you're not uh-huh. that important. Your yeah. yard's not that great. Those bushes aren't that fucking special. Right. Back and forth, just back and forth. He's calling me cocky. He's calling me an asshole. He's telling me I should have a Trump sign in my yard, which is very strange because uh, yeah. his, his neighbor has a Trump sign. And the whole time he's like, you should be like my, my, my asshole neighbor over here that has a Trump sign in your yard. I'm like, I don't understand how any of this has anything to do with any of this. Like, I'm not, tra- right. I'm not trying to talk politics with you. Right. I'm just here to tell you, like, don't fucking, you know, you're telling me to not let my dogs piss on you. Don't write my fucking name on a letter. And or, mm-hmm. like, don't be digging and finding out. And so eventually at some point, it's like, I'm like, neither one of us are wearing a mask. And the guy's like, high risk. He's in the 60s. <laughs> so you I'm like trying to cough on him. Or distance. Spit on him. Yeah. And he's, He's inching forward and I'm kind of inching back because I don't want to be like in his face. Sure. And at some point I start kind of walking away and I get out. And plus it's like, I'm, I'm like kind of, I'm telling him not to come on my property and I'm on his property. And so I'm trying to kind of get off of his property. Okay. And at some point I'm kind of down by the street and he says, I don't even remember what he says to me. And I was like, you want, you fucking want some, come and get some. Like here, like I'm I, at this point, I'm ready to scrap with this old man. Okay, I'm I'm ready to fucking throw. I'm ready to throw some fucking fists. All right. Um, which, in retrospect, I'm thinking back on it. It was like there's a it's a no win situation for me. It's okay. a zero win situation. Yeah. Because option number one is I kick this guy's ass, and now it's like the fuck are you doing? This guy's 64 years old. Like why are you mm-hmm. kicking this guy's ass? Uh huh. And option number two is he kicks my ass, and it's like you're 41, and this mm-hmm. 60 65 year old guy beat your ass, like. Neither way looks good, right? You know, there's no 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 such there's no beatdown quite as bad as a geriatric beatdown, right? And so, either way, like either way, yeah. even if I beat his ass down, like I look like the fucking dick that beat yeah. this guy down, right? Yeah. So eventually, he says something like, "Yeah, hold on, let me go get my baseball bat," 
Now, you know, then it's like at that point, like, yeah, you need a fucking weapon, you pussy, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So then I told him, like, listen, I'm going to stay the fuck away from you. You stay the fuck away from me. Um, and later on, later on, I'm driving by and he like waves, <laughs> waves me down and he apologizes and I apologize. And like, we're not best friends, but. Well, not yet. Like, no, it's not going to happen. Because <laughs> even in the apology, he's going off on Trump's. He's going off on his neighbor with the train. He's like, "Can you believe this guy with the Trump sign?" And I'm like, "I, what, dude, it's it's the United States of America. Like, that's yeah. what's great about it is that he has the right to have a Trump sign, uh-huh. and that you have a right to have whatever sign you want. And like, that's the cool thing about it. Like, as he's going off on Trump, he's like, his wife is like pulling him into the garage. It's it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. Did you let him it's, know that uh, you're a libertarian? It's <laughs> I let everybody know that. <laughs> Um, it's, it was like the Trump derangement syndrome, wow. you know, which I didn't really feel like, ex- I thought it was kind of just media bullshit, but then it was like, all right, I've just, I've just experienced it. Like this guy is so deranged by Trump that, um, he's letting it color his whole life. But yeah. after I kind of like, we spent uh, the whole fucking week of therapy on this, this week. Okay. <laughs> so, um, what it came down to is like, I, I reacted in such a way that could have been and was very potentially very damaging for my business, right? Yeah. Um, had I either beat this guy's ass or this guy like goes on next door or his wife goes on next door to yeah. tell everyone mm-hmm. how big of a fucking asshole I am mm-hmm. and all that. Like, There's no way that any of that looks good, right? But in yeah. that moment, I was like seeing red and I wasn't mm-hmm. able to sort of see that, right? And, yeah. and I'm assuming that's where this guy is. Sure. But at some point, this guy's got to fucking like snap out of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking of Cher in Moonstruck with uh, uh, Nicholas, Nicholas Cage. Cage, and she slaps him and says like, "Snap out of it!" Like this guy's got to snap out of this shit, and like you can't be threatening a patient over this. Like, no, refund their fucking money, do whatever, like get out of this as quick as you can. Like you cannot be threatening this shit, yeah, on a patient, and yeah. and and. As soon like he's just in that like seeing red zone, mm-hmm. and yeah, you you like you got to get out of that seeing red zone, and you can't. My what my problem was, and what I did wrong was that I reacted when I was seeing red, right? Yeah, and the only way that's going to go is bad. And so what I should have done is fucking thrown the note away, uh-huh. gone inside and fucking chilled out, and yeah. Little twenty four hour rule. That way. Yeah. Yeah. And just chilled for twenty four hours, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and, and then, you know, written him a note saying, uh, you know, I'll keep my dogs out of your yard if you take that stupid sign down. Like whatever. You know, like we could whatever. But this guy just like th- this like keeping in in like keeping and pushing on that on that deal is like really, really a tough look. Yeah. 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 I, my, my rule of thumb is cause I have, I have these apps that'll pop up when I get a review. And, um, my rule is if I'm responding, no matter what, don't respond right then, at least give it 24 hours. Cause, uh, you know, I'm just instantly pissed off when I get this little note and it says, you know, yeah, absolutely. That's your first, it's on my that's phone. That's always your first reaction. Yeah. So if I re- write one, I right away, then I immediately delete it so that if I, try to say it again. I mean, it's going to be different when I do 24 hours later or later. So yeah, that was, that was mistake. One was reacting right then. You know, easier said than done. I mean, I'm, I'm a reactionary guy (laughs) for sure. I am normally not like a file file the dental board against this guy. That's, you know, like yeah. that's, uh-huh. that's never, ever, ever like my default position. And some people are like, call the state board right away. Like any, any little fucking thing happens, I call the state board. Yeah. And that is not where I'm at. Yeah. I really I don't want, this, I don't want I, people uh, thinking to do that. I mean, right. Frivolous board complaints. I don't think this is a frivolous complaint though. No, no. This guy went over. This guy needs to be re- like, yeah. this guy needs to be turned into the state board. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and I would like, I've got attorneys that are friends who uh-huh. would gladly like write letters for me, you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I would, if I were the patient, I would, I would have an attorney send this guy a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the dentist, you're going to take a bigger L you're going to take a bigger loss. 
by pursuing and staying on this course than you are just the review. Mm -hmm. Because if this person publishes, goes on your next door or goes on Facebook or whatever and publishes a screen grabs of you threatening them with all this shit, it's fucking game over, man. It is over. That is like you beat a 65 year old's ass in his own driveway. Yeah. If you're going to do this kind of shit and you, you shouldn't, but if you do, Nothing in no evidence. Yeah. To, you know, do it face to face, verbal. No, none of this written, because yeah, screen grabs. People are doing that all the time. It, yeah. It's it, it, it's just it's game over for this guy, and it's uh-huh. like it's not worth it, man. Take the loss, take yeah. the one star Yelp review, and yeah. fucking move on, man. On to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick would say. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you just like you, you just can't be this invested in it. Um, I got a one-star review that I posted uh-huh. Uh-huh. last week that was just like one star on Google and nothing. And it was from like a weird name. And so I, I click on it and there's just nothing there. And I'm like, I don't know who this is. And I went against what my normal advice is, which is like to chill and then write mm-hmm. kind of a well-measured response. And I just kind uh-huh. of wung it. Yeah. Wing, winged it? Wung it? I think it's winged. I winged it. Yeah. And I saw like in his review history that he had given Whataburger a one-star review. Um, And so I I just wrote something about like, look, dude, if you gave Whataburger a one-star review, then I'll take the one, you know? And I think I said, add cheese and water size it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And he went back and updated his review and changed it to five stars. Nice. And then he, he typed something. Let me see if I can find it. Sorry, I got a new phone here. And so all the... Um, all the the buttons are in different spots. Yeah. Um, I sound like a fucking grandpa, man. All do. the buttons are in different spots. What happened to my buttons? <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a grandpa moment earlier today. Uh, my daughter yeah. got a Nintendo Switch and got a Super Mario game, and she she knows I used to play, and so I was trying to have you play. I'm sitting there spending the, the last half hour trying to figure out where's what button does this? What's what? Yeah, am I- it's not Super Mario Brothers two. No, it's a little different. No. Um, he changed his review, which is the fucking only time this has ever happened in this series. It's like history of mankind. Hi, sorry about that. I felt angry when I asked receptionist if you're accepting dental access plan. She wasn't able to hear what I was saying because the mask and the distance made the communication so difficult. I tried to take off the mask in order to speak clearly since we were more than six feet between us. But she said, no, you can't take off your mask. So I left the office without getting information. I fixed my mistake concerning your bad rating I gave you because you did not deserve it. Have a good day. So I then changed my response. Yeah, because that was cool. I was like, hey, man. Uh, wow, that was super cool of you. Thank you so much. Why don't you email me and I give him my email address uh, and I will get you all fixed up. Looking forward to hear from you. Of course, I never heard from him. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just like... <laughs> if you want to get a little snarky or something like that in your public reply, I'm a little bit more... Okay. I'm way more okay with that than I am like, yeah, full on fire away. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to charge your care credit. Yeah, fraudulently, um, so that you pay for this. Um, like that seems like a felony, and that's not the game I necessarily want to play. Yeah, that that's a tough one. Let's see if uh, Mego my ego uh, has a a decent post history here. Um, from the subreddit of Clot Survivors. <laughs> wow. Transition experiences from Lovenox to Warfarin. Any input would be appreciated. I was diagnosed with my first PE, I guess pulmonary embolism in okay. January 2020. I went to the emergency room for chest pain and stayed overnight the next day. I started a regiment of Xarelto. I was on Xarelto for six months and I got the same chest pain again. I went to the same emergency room and the ER doctor said, I have another PE. I was uh, then to stabilize and they switched my medicine to Lovenox. My hematologist said, I can't be on Lovenox for more than two years and he wants me to switch to Warfarin soon. Has anyone experienced a transition from Lovenox to Warfarin? Are there any noticeable side effects of switching? I'm nervous. I just want to clot again. Yeah, I wouldn't want to clot again either. Uh, from clot survivors, what is Coumadin like? Is it pain to always get blood work done? Hmm. Yeah. What I, is Coumadin I've, like? I have no experience with that to be able to offer any advice or insight. I hope I. I hope I never get that. I don't want to get clots. Do you know, uh, you know, last podcast on the left? 
I've had you listen to some of their shit before. Uh-huh. Um, one of their hosts is named Ben Kissel, and he's like six foot seven. Um, and he gets clots all the time in his legs and has to go and like wear the fucking uh, compression like, socks or yeah, the, the the Ted the hose socks or the Ted hose or whatever. Yeah. Um, so that his blood can come back to his heart. Wow. Uh, and, and he's talked about like all that stuff he has to do on the show before. And it, is that it a, like it's just a common thing for people that tall? Is that? Yeah. I just think it's, it's, I think at some point like your veins uh, have, have a, like you get venous pooling okay. um, as you get older and your connective tissue isn't quite as strong. And, uh, and Oof. then your, your, that blood has a hard time getting all the way from the leg, all the way back up to the heart and pools and clots. And uh, yeah, it becomes that, a problem. doesn't sound fun. No, I don't. I don't want to get a PE um, or a or a DVT, a deep vein thrombosis. You've been on long plane flights before. Have you ever had anything like that? Like you're supposed to do some stuff, like when you're flying. No, transatlantically. I, I apparently do it correctly because I, I will sit there and try to stretch in my little yeah. cubicle or. Well, and then you try to do the Mile High Club thing. Absolutely, and that takes some cardio. Yeah, you get some some blood flow going. Absolutely. Is it the Half Mile Club that you've joined? Uh, I don't know. I think I was solo. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be the half mile club. <laughs> oh, okay. Right? All right. Then. I think. Um, <laughs> one time I was in a pod, um, like in in like full first class. Okay. Um, it was like it was it was more of an apartment than it was a pod. It was too much space. Was it like it on, was, on Emirates Air or, or was it? No, it wasn't like one of those. Okay. It, it was it, it was American. Okay. And it was from uh, Dallas to Madrid, and. Um, I thought like, and it was, it was like super dark in there. And there's a time like, you know, for a little while they're coming around like during service, they're coming around. Uh-huh. This is a long time. Like they're not coming around uh-huh. and I'm sort of like in a half like Valium yeah. slash <laughs> old, old crow stupor, you know? Yeah. And at some point I'm like, yeah, that'd be fun. You know, like work one out, work one out up here. Like no one's around. No one's ever going to see me. Like I'm, I, there's like a door, you know, uh-huh. like a waist high door. Um, and I'm laying down like completely under this door, like, uh-huh. you know, under okay. two blankets. Um, but it was, there was like, I had enough Valium and old crow in my system that I realized like, uh. like th- there, th- there was some venous pooling, not allowing <laughs> blood flow to where it needed to be. Gotcha. And I, I realized that wasn't going to work. Um, didn't happen, but yeah, that would have been, that would have been the half mile club. No, no DVT, but a little ED. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I more like, um, <laughs> More like uh, RWD, Restless Whiskey Dick, there I guess I would, I would say. Yeah. All right. Uh, Reddit question two from K- 35 male. I got a tongue tie phrenectomy a day ago, and I don't notice a difference in how much I can stick my tongue out. Concerned about oral sex. Hmm. It was originally pulling on my gums. I thought about having it, uh, having it done to stick. I thought... Having it done would allow me to stick my tongue out more and have more mobility with it. I wanted to flick my tongue like a lizard. <laughs> I swear to God, that's what it says. I'm concerned because I wanted to do it for dental health, sure. But I also wanted to do it to give better oral sex. And I still can't stick out my tongue past my lips and move it up or down when out. Just only the tip. Just the tip. You only need the tip. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, you've probably in your airway centric shit mm-hmm. have talked about tongue ties with people before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I. It, it seems to me that the dentist probably just didn't do it as aggressively as the way I do it. I, I did have a patient where I, I did her tongue tie and and lasered that the hell out of it. And uh, then she posted on social media that uh, she might go lesbian to take advantage of her new tongue. Holy shit. (laughs) Did she not realize like bisexual was a perfectly fine waypoint in the middle? Like you don't have to go full lead on this deal. You can be totally fine as a bi. Yeah. I I decided to not give her any advice and just let that (laughs) one. probably a good idea. Let that one ride. Um, could could you notice a difference though? Like yeah, before the procedure, stick your tongue out, and it's like, eh. yeah. I know this is an audio medium, but yeah, for Lance, Lance <laughs> and me, 
And then after the procedure, stick your tongue out and she can go like, like Gene Simmons, you know? Yep. Yep. She did. Is that what it was like? Uh-huh. Yeah, she was. Can you was, do that? I've never done a phrenectomy, so. Oh, yeah. I mean, she actually, I, I was going to be fairly conservative. And then she says, can you re- get, you know, really go at it? I, I want to be able to stick it out. Do you think Gene Simmons has had a phrenectomy? I wondered. I wondered if that was something that, uh, like maybe it was a trauma. He maybe it was a you know third grade on a bike and fell off and and just lacerated his tongue. But yeah. then he realized his new superpower, and his uh, <laughs> his origin story was bike riding. Here's the thing, though. Like I don't picture Gene Simmons as being like the most sharing lover of all time. Well, like he's got this fucking tongue, but I don't picture him as like being like, oh yeah, baby, like hold on. Like we're about to go to the fucking Sizzler salad bar for the next hour and a half. I like saw, I just don't picture that happening. I saw him uh, on an interview bragging that he could get any guy's girl um, to want him and and leave their her guy in, in a matter of minutes, and it was because be- of that. Yeah, yeah. I just don't picture him like being that thoughtful of a lover. I, I don't picture him as being just like a selfish fucking rock star, just like. It's all me, baby. Get to work. Well, if you um, really enjoy that aspect, then it's not you giving. It's just you satisfying yourself. I mean, I... <laughs> you look so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> your eyes are darting left or right. Yeah. Like you're being interrogated by the fucking police. Holy shit. You, well, I, <laughs> I think... Um, there was some speculation that Michael Hutchins, um, it was not an accidental uh, death, that he was he, he had a, some sort of trauma where he, his sense of taste was gone. and uh, He got COVID. Yeah, he was, it was a first COVID, first Rona guy back in the 90s. And um, that was really important to him. And to not be able to taste uh, during was one where that it was, it was over. He was, what are you reading? I'm not reading anything. I'm just reading. You read this somewhere. Well, yeah, like after his death. <laughs> so, and that was in the like the obituary. <laughs> no, it was an article of someone lamenting his death and speculating that he killed himself because he couldn't taste. Yeah, the the sweet pleasures of of the female body. That's one of their stories. Uh, that's a. <laughs> Real tough obituary to read. Yeah. For the love of God, if I die, Lance, uh-huh. while this show is still going, uh-huh. you have to make sure that my obituary says that I died because I couldn't taste vagina anymore. <laughs> After I delete your uh, internet history? Yeah, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did the fuck did we get off? Okay. <laughs> for for listeners that don't, for younger listeners that don't know who Michael Hutchins is, uh, you want to you give a quick rundown on that? Uh, it's just the lead singer of NXS, one of the greatest Australian rock bands of all time. Where, so you you are a fan of NXS? I loved them. Yeah, you loved them. Yeah, I. They were a great. How do you feel about them now? Not so much. They they did a, a reality show to try to replace Michael and get a new lead singer, and it's just uh, nah. Once he died, it was over. So where do you? When I listen to NXS now. Mm-hmm. It's I I don't think it's very good. Uh, well, see, you know, it, it was on the radio when I was in junior high and high school. Okay, so it, I, well, uh, all right, so I can see that. So, so I mean, so with the fucking new kids on the block. <laughs> I was in college. <laughs> well, when I was in junior high, new kids on the block was on. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, like, might I have listened to uh, "Hanging Tough"? Is that new kids on the block? I think it is. Um. um yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like, I don't. Well, I you know, I don't like if if fucking Danny died uh, from from uh, self asphyxiation. Like I wouldn't be like still listening to that, you know. Right. Or if Dwani, a Jordan, or if any of those guys, <laughs> any of that Worcester crew, any of those Worcester yeah. crew, if they died, uh, Danny died of of asphyxiation, he choked himself, bro. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, I don't. I wouldn't still be like, oh my god, like such a great lost talent. Like I just don't like any of NXS's songs. Like they're just. They seem very 
they're just very of that time period. They're just very late 80s. And I feel like late 80s is one of the, like late 80s specifically pop music of the late 80s was specifically bad. Well, their their biggest album was late 80s, but their their first was like 82, 83. So they were just like right there in the middle of the, the de- decade there. And in a product of MTV. I mean, you know, MTV actually showed videos back then. So they were in heavy rotation. Yeah. What, what was their big one that was like a big video? I was trying to look on Apple Music. Um. Uh, their big good video was Never Tear Us Apart. That was um, slow, a uh, ballad more than anything. But the whole mm-hmm. Kick album was like full of... Um, I'm, I, I think I'm thinking of uh, of the new Sensation video is the one that like I when I think of NXS, I see in my uh, mind. Okay. Or maybe Need You Tonight. Yeah, I, all of their stuff sounds the same to me. Every fucking song sounds exactly the same. Well, there's definitely a style. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, Devil Inside was that was pretty fun. Um, but I think they're probably their biggest ballad would be Never Tear Us Apart. Um, the other day, um, Mister Mister came on my Pandora <laughs> at the office. Oh, really? <laughs> what What was that one? Was that Curie Laison or Curie? Um, wasn't it Broken Wings? Broke. Oh, there we go. And it was like it's so it's so eighties and terrible, but I've every word and and so th- there is sort of that like car crash eighties that like is still like it's still good in a way yeah, but in excess is not that to me okay I, I just I, I I'm sure there's people out there that still love them but uh-huh. not a fan back to to caveman here okay <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that was yeah. weird derail yeah a little bit. Um, Can you do a revision on a phrenectomy? So you didn't get it enough to start. Go do go back and do more. Go back and do more. Yeah, yeah. Can you do too much? I think that that answer is yes, it, right? It sounds like no. It sounds like <laughs> just keep going. Oral surgeons, let me know. Can yeah. you do too much? Yeah. I feel like you probably could, right? Like you'd be in the base of the tongue. Yeah, I, I think. Realistically, yeah, there's there's probably a limit. Um, I haven't reached it. I don't think <laughs> it goes up to eleven. You see, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Should should they always be able to stick their tongue out more? I so my my so. thought is here: like, what if he doesn't have an anterior tongue tie? What if he has a posterior tongue tie? Because that's absolutely a thing. Okay. And that's not really something that you can laser away. A posterior tongue tie is a much tougher thing to like get to the source of that and deal with. Huh. So I remember Rouse in, in the Rouse courses I took used to talk about posterior tongue ties all the time. And I remember like he had slides of showing a posterior tongue tie versus an anterior tongue tie and the differences between the two. Hmm. And that that posterior tongue ties are just much harder to deal with. And so he, you know, you could take all this freedom away. You could use a fucking laser gun and blast it all away. But if he's posterior tongue tied, it ain't coming out anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm not familiar with the posterior tongue tie, so I couldn't really add to any of that. Um, never really come across it, so or haven't looked for it at least. Yeah, it's hard to see. I remember on Rouse's slides. Um, I'm looking it up. It was, it was like the tongue just kind of really flattened at the base. And so he showed like pre and post um, reduction, like anterior tongue tie reduction. Um, and like that there wasn't a huge difference between mm-hmm. the two in the way the tongue emerged from the mouth. And so mm-hmm. um, that leads me to believe like that, that may be what this guy has. He may have a posterior tongue tie. Oh, that would absolutely would make sense. And in that case, I'm not 100% sure that a phrenectomy is going to do anything for it. Right, right. That's a game. Like, the people that, like, are doing tongue ties on, like, newborns. Uh-huh. And they're doing that shit on, like, a four-day-old baby. That's not what I want to do in my office, bro. I I don't want to be doing that. Yeah. I. Well, number one, I don't want to encourage seeing kids. <laughs> so... <laughs> Especially like a four-day-old child. Like if uh-huh. something goes wrong, 
Yeah. Holy shit. Like I just, yeah. and how much can you charge for that? You know, like I, I just yeah. don't feel like the risk. I like, I don't right. know at what number of these I'd have to like assist on or see, or I don't know at what point I would cons- consider myself proficient enough to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That floor of the mouth, man. I just like to stay way clear of that thing. Yeah. <laughs> Working down there is not exactly where I want to be. No, no. I've more than one occasion where I lacerated and it fucking looks like a <clears throat> tauntaun guts spilling out. So yeah. It's not good. Not not my thing. Oh my god, Lance. Oh. Oh fuck. What part of the dark web are you on now? So I clicked. All right, we got to All right, so we got to beef out a couple of things in this episode. Okay, we got to beef out the guy's address. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and we got to beef out this guy's Reddit name because I just looked at his post history. Uh oh. Oh god. Oh my god. This is this is the worst one we've ever had. No, that yes. There are all kinds. Of comments in in BBW subreddits. Okay. Do you know what BBW stands for? Um, Come on, dude. Don't you know? You know. Come on. Big, big beautiful, big, big, beautiful women. Okay. Stuff like, I want you to be the first one I'm going to try my new tongue out on. Okay. Um, good job. Now fill up that hard drive with your own porn. LOL. Yeah, that still doesn't sound nearly as bad as that dark shit we were pulling early in a in the show. This is worse, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is so worse. All right. This is the worst because he posted in the subreddit of rape my cock. How do you like my Woody? And it's, oh, fuck me, Lance. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? Did he get a laser release on that one, too? Oh, my God. (laughs) In the subreddit of hookup, 35 male looking for fun with mature BBW near Kansas City, Missouri. Ready to provide the liquid thrust to blast someone off to Mars. I swear to God, that's what he wrote. In the subreddit of... Where did that go? Come Cannon Addicts. Huh. I like The vast majority of these comments that he's made, I, I cannot... Oh my, there's another dick picture. Jesus Christ, Lance. There's a, there's a, holy shit, Lance. I cannot get this <laughs> off my screen. There's, it is just, he's posting his dick on all of these things, Lance. Jesus. Homeland Security is going to come over to your place tomorrow. And you're telling me that the, oh my God, Lance. Uh, he posted in. Ah. <laughs> uh, he posted in the subreddit of Rate My Cock and it said, Bustin' makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, fuck. Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. He's also posting at Suicide Watch. This is the worst. Now ever. it is officially the worst because as that would push them over the edge by looking at his or no, it's just it's a suicide is not selfish. I'm not reading any more oh, than that. All right. Um I, I don't want to scroll down anymore because yeah. I see the next one and it's a video and it's in the subreddit of jacking. And I don't want to see this, Lance. I I think it's okay to walk away at this point. What the fuck, Lance? We have to beat this guy's name out. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a delay in the release of this episode so I can make sure I find all of the parts that need to be beat. 
I don't even, can we even release this? <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, he posted it, right? Yeah, it's out there. It's already out there. So it, it this isn't this isn't password protected, and only membership would get you the details. This is, yeah, this is wild. This is something wild. Yeah, wild and wacky stuff. I just I, like this is the weirdest <laughs> hole we've ever gone down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think so at first, but then yeah, you you did it. I think we're gonna have to beep part of like where I read. God, I, can we? <sighs> I don't know what to do with this. What do we do with this? We just uh, roll the dice and let her ride. It's art. <laughs> I, I, I'm for the first time ever during the run of the show. Uh huh. I'm nervous about this. <laughs> <sighs> nah, you're good. You're fine. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's posting this stuff himself. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just bleep the name and it'll be good. Holy shit, Lance. This is the weirdest, like, weird, dark turn. This is like, you remember that movie 8mm with Nicolas Cage? Second Nicolas Cage reference in in this episode. Yeah. That, like this is like where Nicolas Cage takes a deep dark dive into the world of snuff porn. Right. Like I feel like I feel like Nick Cage. Yeah. Well, I thought when you were saying this is the worst ever, I thought, oh shit, we're talking snuff porn, and it didn't quite go there, but it wasn't far. No, I, it's as it's as deep as Reddit will let yeah. people go. Yeah. I've never found we've never had a question from someone that posted a video in the subreddit of jacking, Lance. Well, not that we're aware of. I'm, I look at these pretty close. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So what were you saying about Michael Hutchins? He lost his sense of taste. Yeah. He, taste was important to him. Uh, <laughs> he just really loves women. And, um, and then David Carradine said, I'll hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, Lance. I guess that's going to about do it. Yeah, you pick, pick the song? <laughs> I do have a song. Okay. It's very appropriate. Okay. Um, oh God, don't share this with your friends. Not this one, no. I felt really good about this show because we were yeah. really authentic uh-huh. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And we really, I, th- I thought we had some good stuff, and then we fucking find this guy. Wow. Who's all over the jacking subreddit. Yeah, every party needs a pooper. Bustin makes him feel good. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've never seen so many posts in the beautiful cum shots Reddit before in my life. I didn't think that was possible for someone to have posted so many times in that subreddit. Wow. But here we found it. And thank God that we did. Lance. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh God, the internet is terrible. It is a horrible, horrible place. It really is. And why does anybody go on the internet? Uh, I don't know board it's not Take good a walk yeah people fuck god i just rate and review <laughs> or don't What's your favorite number i think it's five i don't at the first half of this episode we yeah. earned five stars it's this yeah. guy that didn't yeah exactly don't blame us okay yeah shit. exactly I can't help it that he posted on the dentistry subreddit. I didn't. I don't look at these things before we start. No, I, I look at them as I'm pulling them up, and that's when I found mm-hmm. fucking Bustin makes me feel good. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch Ghostbusters now. Bustin makes yeah. me feel good. Yeah, find <laughs> the ghost on the web. Fillet's <laughs> 
It's still, it's still my favorite scene of all time. It's uh-huh. the weirdest scene ever. This is a fucking yeah. family movie. It's a family film, yeah. Yeah, he's getting a blowjob from a ghost. It's crazy. Yeah. Go watch Ghostbusters. <laughs> um, hit us up on the web, workinginterferences.com. Oh, I didn't say if you're flicking through Podbean, flick five stars. Everybody wants to hear that. So there you go. There you go. Um, wh- the web, workinginterferences.com. Uh, all the social bullshits. Social Facebook, bullshit. Working Interferences, Justin Lance. Funny shit for Dennis and Dental team members. Hit us up on Twitter at Winterferences. Hit us up on Instagram at Winterferences. You can find Landstein on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. You can find me on Instagram at Joshua Austin DDS. I've been trying to post some more cases lately. I don't yeah, know if you've I have noticed. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. It doesn't seem like anybody gives a fuck, but um, yeah. I feel like there's some cases that turned out okay. Yeah. Throw, throw those up there instead of just like dog pictures or yeah. whatever. Um, hey, have you ever heard of a band? They're a little band um, from like the seventies, um, and they're they're called um, Fleetwood Mac. Oh, you ever know them? I am. You ever uh, hear them? I'm familiar. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is not them. Okay. Uh, it's a cover of one of their songs. Oh. Um, I like this song of theirs called "Everywhere." Okay. Um. It is. I'm trying to think of uh, who's. You got Mick, right? Mick Fleetwood. Yeah. Chrissy McVie. Uh, I think this is a Chrissy McVie okay. song where she sings it because it's not. Um, not Stevie Nicks. Uh, yeah, it's not Stevie. Or um, Lindsay Buckingham. It's not Lindsay. It's 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 an, it's the other girl. Okay. So it's got to be McVie. Christy McVie. Yeah. Um, she's on vocals, and I think she plays keys. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Um, but this is a cover of that song by the band Roosevelt. Um, and so it's kind of like an indie pop version of that song. Nice. Um, and I, you know, I, I feel like their music has aged particularly well. So like, we talked about NXS uh-huh. and like how NXS sounds very particular, like, like 1987, uh-huh. like 1987 sounded like something. It would be NXS. Okay. Um, and that's, that doesn't exactly like that sound doesn't, that sound sounds very dated. Okay. But like Fleetwood Mac, you listen to Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. And it's like, it's just good pop music. Yeah, like it could be from 1974 and it could be from 1994. It could be from 2004, 2019, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so like, I kind of think a lot of Beatles stuff sounds like that. Like you listen to Blackbird, okay. which is like the, the greatest B-side of all time, um, in my opinion, is Blackbird. It was just like a B-side. I forget on what album, um, on what single. It's just like that fucking song could be from anywhere. It could be from today. It could have been from 40 years ago. It could have been from 60 years ago. It's just a good song. And like NXS doesn't do that. NXS sounds like 1987. It sounds exactly like 1987. Okay. Um, and like you want to put on some fucking neon jam shorts and and a, a Tony Hawk tank top, right? Every day, right now. <laughs> so I don't know. There's something about like music that sounds kind of timeless like yeah. that. And this sounds like that. And a lot of Fleetwood Mac sounds like that. For some reason, my uh, Pandora at the office has been have been playing a lot of Fleetwood Mac lately, mm, okay. and, and that's one thing I've noticed. Like even even uh, don't stop thinking about tomorrow, yeah. Which I I just have a hard time associating that song with anything other than Bill Clinton because okay. that was like his campaign song, right? yeah. Yeah. But it still just sounds like a pop song. Like it doesn't necessarily sound like a dated pop song. Yeah. So landslide is kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, Everywhere is kind of the same way. Like these songs are just all like really great songs. Mm-hmm. And Good. Um, it's just a great freaking band, man. Yeah, they really are. You got anything else? I got nothing. I just I know I. <laughs> we tried really hard today, Lance, <laughs> and I feel like we were brought down. Well, by, well. I feel like we t- we took it on the chin at the end. Yeah, like we were up, we were up like like seven rounds to two going into the uh, to the tenth round. Yeah, oh, and it, then it's the <sighs> Atlanta Falcons playing the Cowboys. Yeah, and just shit the bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and we just took one on the chin at the end because of because of that guy. But yeah. I, I'm gonna hold my head up high because I feel like yeah. the first eighty percent of the episode, I thought we were doing good. For sure. Yeah. It started. To, it started to waver. Like <laughs> the trailer started to f- fishtail a little bit when you were talking about Michael Hutchins. <laughs> and then we fucked right, Jack and I I'll, like really quick after I'll, that. I'll take it. No, it's not you. It's blame, just, we started right. to feel that shimmy a little bit, and then it was just like we mm-hmm. we didn't steer into the skid. 
and and gotcha. we just jackknife that 18 wheeler on the on the interstate. That we did. And now the interstate's closed and it's backed up uh-huh. for 75 miles. So yeah, yeah. Well. For Lance Timberman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Mm-hmm.